know your value right from the beginning. So I had some really good advice from a teacher from Sydney who just was like, pretty much said, don't do anything for free and like don't give people huge discounts and don't do anything that's gonna be like that you're not gonna enjoy. And you kind of have to, if you're not gonna enjoy it, you kind of have to just charge more. And if, if they still want it, then you're like, okay, great, at least I have a bunch of money. Yeah. That's, sounds really terrible. But like, that's actually how it is. Seventeen of Framed with Love, and this is your host Rhiannon Marquez. Today we chat with Carmen Liu, who is a graduate with the Fashion Communications Program at Ryerson University. But today she is a practicing freelance illustrator. She illustrates environments with indifferent characters, utilizing a strong color palette with added textured elements. She keeps trying to further her practice daily. And you can find her on Instagram at Carmen Jane Lou. Her work is truly beautiful and the colors in it are just mesmerizing. She's been doing a lot of markets lately and you should go check her out at one. She can do these phenomenal line drawings in less than a few minutes. It's really awesome to watch. So we sat at Ideal Coffee on Ossington and we chatted about art and relationships, as we tend to do on this podcast. And unfortunately, we ended up having our conversation on on the street on Ossington. It was a beautiful sunny day, but it can be quite a busy street. So there is some background noise, which isn't terrible. But it is a bit noticeable. You can still hear everything Carmen is saying. And it's really interesting how she speaks about how her and her partner, they're quite opposite. But that works out well. And it's interesting to hear that point of view. How hard it can be to be away from your family. But it's something they both share so they can understand each other with that. As her partner is originally from Australia. And she gives really great advice for artists to be sure to keep your integrity, to not offer your work for less than it's worth, which can be hard sometimes because you really want the job, but in the end it's detrimental to your practice. So this one's actually a pretty short and sweet lesson, so I hope you enjoy, and here's Carmen. There's laughter and quiet moments shared between lovers and friends. Something in me knows this house won't be. Questions that I usually like to start off with. What 
sure you want to be very popular when you were small. Did you always envision yourself being creative, working in some way, and making stuff and using your hands? What what was the first thing that came to you? Um, yeah, so I guess when I first started, um, I was always doing art as a kid. Um, I would always go to my grandma's house. She was an artist, and she taught me how to like color the lines and <laughs> like using different mediums and stuff like that. And then, yeah, kind of when my parents were going through their divorce, I just like always used art as an outlet. Like, I really didn't care what I was making. I just like always did it. Um, so that was really nice. And that's kind of how it started. And then um, I just like slowly got into like a more like the fashion route and stuff like that. And was really interested in that like as a teenager. Um, so yeah. Did art. <laughs> so how did you sway away from the fashion? So it really didn't happen until I was at Ryerson for fashion communications. Um, at the time in high school I was super interested in it. I worked as a wardrobe stylist for a little while. Um, that was really awesome. And then finally when I was at Ryerson and I got to try all these different courses, I got to do like photography and I did we did so much fashion illustration and um, we just got to like go a lot of different pathways, so you really got to find out what you liked. And then it was kind of in my second year when I went um, to Sydney and did an internship. Um, I worked with a sign writer, and that kind of showed me what it'd be like to be one like a freelance artist, and then also to do something that was like murals and sign writing for cafes and like other sort of graphics and like logos and you know getting used to that sort of thing. Um, so that started to really interest me and then my next year when I went on exchange I went to um, UTS, the University of Technology Sydney and that was, um, they have a really good visual communications program where you do like illustration and animation and stuff. So I did, I was still interested in fashion illustration, I still did a course in that but I got to like try just an illustration course where I was trying a bunch of different mediums and like illustrating in like ways that I never used to. Right. So that was really cool. Um, was there anything about the fashion industry that you found particularly difficult? Like, I just like saw everybody who was in Ryerson and that fashion area. They, it's just like it's all high end. It's all like whenever I was doing a project, and they were like, draw your favorite like. Bag and everyone would draw like some like Gucci or Prada or like Chanel or whatever like some big yeah, big brand and I always like shied away from that and I kind of wanted to do something more like wholesome and more like what I enjoyed so I one of the projects was yeah doing some accessories thing and I did sunglasses but then they looked like mushrooms because I was like kind of wanted to do something different right yeah so that's kind of that just like didn't interest me. It's like I never went to school and dressed like I was like ready for the best interview of my life. Like I just was like I'm going cool. I didn't yeah yeah. So like it felt like a little inauthentic type of thing. Yeah exactly yeah yeah. So and then I might like a lot of them did internships doing like styling and merchandising and stuff and I was like I don't really want to do that. Yeah. yeah. I always like to work with my hands so that was part of it. Yeah. So, and then your family, so you said like when your parents were separating, like you used drawing a lot to help you get through that. Did they see how important it was to you? Did they 
all just support you and say that it was okay to try and pursue a creative career? Um, yeah, sort of. They, when I went to school for fashion and I was in communications and not design, that was really hard for them to like understand that. So they, um, they would always be like, oh, what are you making? Can you make me a jacket? Can you like make me some pants or something? And I'm like, no, that's not what I'm doing. I'm doing like fashion communications. I'm doing like graphic design and like all of that stuff. Like I'm not making clothes. Yeah. Um, so they were, they've always been supportive of me doing like, um, just like a creative career, but they don't necessarily understand each point. Like I still feel myself like trying to validate um, my parents and being like, I did this job and I got paid this much. And like, see, like yeah. that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> like having to prove yourself. Like, it's yeah, okay, I can make yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Like you're proving that you're making money and you're doing it and it's good. Yeah. yeah. And for like your siblings and stuff, did anyone else go down a creative path or? No, my, no, my brother, well, my stepbrother is really creative. He went to art school um, and that was, really inspiring to always see his work because he was a couple years older than me right um but no like everyone pretty much like my brother works in construction my brother adam is creative actually there's i know there's like creative creativity like in my family right. and like yeah my brother adam who's two years older than me he's like always does like cool photoshop um like posters and stuff like yeah. that so there's that but no one who's like actually pursuing it yeah I mean, it is true that, like, some more traditional careers, like, you still need creativity for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, okay, you have a partner. You have a boyfriend. Do you mind going into a bit of how, how you met and how he helps you pursue your creative career? Yeah. So, Scott is super supportive. He, yeah, we've been together for four years. We're living here in Toronto. Um, and, yeah, like, he, yeah, he's very supportive, even though he, like, can't necessarily answer all the questions like I want to ask because if I ask something like about a project or even say like oh how does this look like his answer is literally like yeah it's great like cool yeah just because he doesn't have that creativity like creative side in him but he's always supporting me just like helping me with all my markets and like you know actually helps me a lot with my taxes and <laughs> the, all that like business side yeah, of things yeah. he's like very he like wants to learn all about like a small business and like help me towards like making it really successful. So it's like super nice to have him there. He literally helped me so much with my taxes. I was like, that's great. Yeah, I know to balance yeah. it out. Yeah, it really is like great. And like, that's what I've just noticed is, you know, Scott's not that partner who I can go for for like all those, you know, other little creative questions, but he's there for, you know, the business side and the support at home and just like those little things. And then I have, you know, my other friendships where they're a creative doing things and I can like ask them and we can like bounce ideas off each other. Yeah, where it's yeah. like just as important to have those friendships as your romantic exactly. relationship. Exactly. Yeah. And I just, it's like a matter of like knowing what people are good for. It's like Scott's great for always supporting me, being there for me, you know, being there when like I don't want to talk about creative stuff and I just want to like go do something stupid and like totally not even think about it but then I have like I have a friend who works in app development and did photography at um, Ryerson for a little while and you know that's a really important relationship where he can really tell me like when I show him the posters I do he's like this this and this you know work on it or like yeah. with Steven we go for coffee all the time and just bounce ideas off each other and we're always talking about like what we're doing next 
and like that's such an important relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Do you ever find that it was Scott, right, mm-hmm. your partner? Do you ever find with him that you feel like extra vulnerable to talk about your art because like you're so close to him, or not really? Like, I guess most of the things that I like illustrate is like a lot of women and trying to like do that, just like showing empowerment with women and stuff like that. So we're pretty open about like talking about anything. Like really, like especially when we chat about like personal things about like family and like what we're gonna do and like how hard it is to actually like live both be away from our families right now like that's that's like pretty and be kind of intense so um yeah in terms of my projects and all the creative work i'm doing it's like i feel pretty okay about talking with him sometimes like you know with some things i'm like digging deeper and thinking about my past and that yeah i think with those things it can be a challenge right yeah and just in general with sharing your life, it's like yeah. very personal. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And do you find that like he tries to learn more about illustration and art because of you? Like, do you think? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, um, yeah, he definitely like, like will go to galleries with me and he'll, you know, stroll around and enjoy like chatting about it with me, um, even though he doesn't necessarily know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, he still wants to like be there for me in that sense. Yeah, but, yeah. And make the effort. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, what have been like the challenges for you? Um, God, it's so there's so many. <laughs> uh, yeah, like because I, I really like so throughout being at Ryerson, it's like I was kind of building this little illustration career. Like I was doing tattoo commissions every once in a while. I slowly started to like, you know, get other commissions from people. Um, but it wasn't until like really I got back from Europe last September. And then really like took advantage and was like seeking out jobs, seeking out opportunities, um, which is also really challenging to find like calls for submissions and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and then figuring out, I think the hardest thing for me is like figuring out which direction I want to go, but also knowing that I don't necessarily need to like choose one path. So just because with illustration, it's like you could be like kind of in the fine art area. Or you could go like commercial and like for me I kind of want to like balance between the two like I want to that's like so I'm selling prints but I'm also doing commissions and um, you know working with companies and stuff like that so I think um, that's like a big challenge but literally every day there's always like some challenge like yeah. business side is a fucking shit show just like <laughs> I don't know what's going on um, and then in terms of like working with clients like so challenging when you're just working with someone personally um, on a commission and stuff and you just get you know super um, particular people who yeah. are like change this change this change this and and then you know you have to kind of like is there ever a line that you you draw for it well so I had this time when I was working with someone and I quoted them and I didn't kind of list the details of like what that included and so I literally maybe spent the whole day like emailing back and forth about this illustration and I was like what am I doing I just spent my whole day emailing I'm so annoyed about this and I chatted with my friend Jordan and he was kind of like you need to set terms so you need to be like $400 you get two revisions and then you get like one last final revision when it's in the final stages or whatever you know so like building that so you're not constantly going back and forth yeah um and setting those guidelines so they know and then also being like 
if you want to do any more revisions over this, like it's gonna be whatever, on you. twenty bucks extra or whatever. Like yeah. you can just incur that. Yeah, yeah. so that they don't take advantage of you. Yeah, because sometimes I'm like, I quoted so small and then I spent so long on this. Like yeah. that doesn't make sense. So yeah. finding that balance with people and like giving those boundaries, it's like very. And it is because you always want to like please them. You always want the yeah. customer to like walk away. Yeah, happy. exactly. You're not gonna be like, oh, here's your illustration that you don't even like. Bye. Yeah. 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 It's a hard. And so many people like they just don't necessarily give the, the respect towards it that they need. They're just kind of like, well, this is what you said you do. You have to give to me. I want what I want. And yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And are there any like coping strategies that you use to like help when there is just like really bearing and like just kind of gets to you? Um, actually lately like uh, Scott and I are both at um, a yoga studio and so I, yeah, so we're always going um, which kind of really helps to like ground me during the day and just be like, I don't know, whenever a hard day is happening it's just like go and like let it out and kind of like de-stress or you know. Or like go, like see somebody and like do something completely like you wouldn't want to do, like go vintage shopping or whatever, yeah. just to like get out of your head. Yeah. Um, but it is super challenging. Like I work at home, so I find that really hard to like sit at home and just like yeah. make myself work when I'm like alone and I'm like no one cares, no yeah. one sees me. I'm definitely one to like I find it so hard that if I'm just in my home to get stuff done, like even if it's just to go to a library or something, like. And I, I can't, like, stay in one spot for the whole day either. Like, yeah. it just, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think it's also just a personality thing, because I know so many guys that will just happily, like, sit on a couch. Oh, and my like, God. Scott stays home from work, and yeah. he can just sit on the couch the whole entire day with the TV playing, and him, like, hunched over on his laptop. Yeah. And he's so focused, and I'm like, I don't have that. I don't. Yeah, I mean, like, I honestly <laughs> think it's, like, a men-women thing, because yeah. Jonathan's the same way. Like, he can play, like, PlayStation all day or something, and I'm like... Like, how do you not get bored? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't get it. I know. But I mean, Instagram doesn't help when you're constantly, like, that's something that I use so much for my work. And, like, you just get stuck and you get, like, you're preparing yourself, you're doing all these things. Yeah. Your mind, you're sitting there and you just can't stop thinking about all these other things. Yeah. Oh. It's, yeah. It's hard because as a creative, like, everyone's kind of like, oh, it's good to have, like, your occasional digital detoxes or whatever, but, like, also you need to market your work, like, I know. it's invaluable in that sense, but then, of course, it's, like, all the comparison. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No. How do you juggle it all? Yeah, you can't. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what are some tips you'd give to somebody starting out? Know your value right from the beginning. So I had some really good advice from a teacher from Sydney who just was like, pretty much said, don't do anything for free and like don't give people huge discounts and don't do anything that's gonna be like you're not gonna enjoy. And you kind of have to, if you're not gonna enjoy it, you kind of have to just charge more. And if if they still want it, then you're like, okay, great, at least I have a bunch of money. Yeah. That sounds really terrible, but like that's actually how it is. Yeah. So um, I mean, so many people. It's really hard for them to value their work because yeah. they, they like honestly they want to do it half the time they would almost willingly do it free but you need to pay rent you need to eat exactly like, so yeah like well i've had like a couple situations where i it's been like friends and i'm like okay this much and then because i'm being paid so little i'm like i don't want to do this i don't this is not this isn't for me like 
a boring project and like unless you're truly passionate about it like right now I'm working with someone on um, um, she's working in Ottawa and she's making these period packs for like homeless people and I was like that is so cool like that's awesome and that's what we need and so she's obviously just like this is her passion project so I was like Game, obviously like, a low budget yeah thing. exactly yeah. so I worked within her budget and it was lower than what I would usually go but I'm like I actually am so excited that my work's going to be on this sort of platform and seen in that way and that really like resonates with me and so I'm okay with it so like that's when this is like the first time that's happened where I'm like okay this is fine but yeah like lately there's been a couple of jobs where I'll say what I charge and what I, everything like that and they just they won't get back to me, or they'll, or they'll be, like, be like, "Oh, like, I'll, like when I need oh you." <laughs> They're like, "Oh, we'll keep you in mind. Thank yeah. you very much." I'm like, "You know what? Whatever." Yeah. But I think the most annoying thing about that is somebody else did that job for like no money, yeah. and I'm like so annoyed that like I don't want creatives. I want creatives to charge so much that it's like ridiculous, and that all of us can be valued in that way. Yeah. Because the second someone says, "Oh, cool, whatever," I'll just give you whatever for ten dollars an hour. And then, yeah. Well, it makes it harder for the people that are like actually charging an amount that is like it can support a life. Exactly. Life. Yeah. yeah. For the other people, it's like they want to do this and they think like they but can kind of and maybe the quality people. wasn't as yeah. good, but then <laughs> people start to think yeah, that they can much. always get things at that rate. Yeah. Exactly. That's the problem. So I would definitely say yeah, knowing your value with things and also like not feeling bad about like upping your price after a while. Like so, I've had to do that a couple times now that I've started to get more busy and stuff. So I. I have to charge more if I'm really busy and if yeah. you want it in a time frame that's, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But and I, do you find that comes with like the seasons? Like summer tends to be a bit busier? For sure. Like now it's, it's summer so it's like market season so I'm doing like a market a month um, pretty much. And yeah, so it's it's kind of like if I'm really busy and you want something done then you're going to have to pay extra for yeah. it, right? Um, but yeah, the winter... This year, this winter was really challenging. Just like working freelance, working at home, and crappy weather and stuff yeah. like that is like really hard on um, my like creativity. So, yeah. have you ever considered running out like one of those like shared workspace type of things? Um, I tried Good Gorilla actually for a day with Steven. Um, I really enjoyed it just because like you're around people and everybody's working, so you're like so I'm gonna work. You, yeah. yeah, like I'm not gonna sit here and like do nothing and then you know. Um, you're kind of held accountable a little bit, okay. um, but yeah, like right now I haven't really set it into my budget, like I would love to have a studio and stuff like that, but yeah, we'll see, we'll see how we go. Yeah, whether yeah. it's like worth your time. Exactly. Take it into account. Yeah. Profits. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. That's um, pretty much most of it. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thanks for Carmen's work on Instagram at Carmen Jane Lou. If you're interested in taking a look at some of her illustrations, which are really beautiful. She also posts about all the markets that she has going on on there and her website and contact information can be found in case you are interested in collaborating and need that perfect illustrator for your next project. She also makes reference to Stephen, a friend of ours that is a photographer in Toronto, and you can find his work at Stead Light.
So that's all for this week. I do want to mention Patreon, which is a support network that I have registered for because this podcast takes a lot of effort, a lot of time, and your support coming on board to help me out would mean a great deal. It's a subscription type of platform. You can give as small or as big as you would like each month. You become a patron and you help make each of these episodes possible. Make them more frequent, make them better quality, make all the time and effort that goes into it a little bit more easier to accommodate. So you can find the Frames of Love Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash framed with love so it's patreon.com slash framed with love and it's a simple button you can just click become a patreon and select the amount you'd be willing to donate also all the episodes are now available on stitcher buzzsprout and google play music all you have to do is search framed with love and as always they're available through itunes you guys have an amazing week ahead of you and keep framing it with love and that you'll be back the week after next for our next episode have a good week